Welcome to the Grace to Conquer show with me, your host, Kara Foote. I'm on a mission to help other women and mamas understand the difference between all the truths and lies we have been taught by the fitness industry and social media. There is so much info out there and so many different options, companies, and products that it's hard to know what to listen to and who to trust. Look, I've been there and as a personal trainer in nutrition, I've also been a part of the problem. I'm so thankful God came alongside me and gave me the vision to stop what I was doing so that I could help others like you find freedom in fitness through faith and truth. Come along with me on this journey, discovering how to truly nourish and help the amazing bodies that we live in every day. Oftentimes, change comes when we are at the end of something, when we are feeling done with something. Uh, maybe it's just exhaustion or um, over, just feeling overwhelmed, or maybe we're just sick and tired of feeling a certain way, and then we decide to make a change. That's great and everything, but unfortunately, when that happens, <laughs> the thing is we're, we're probably going to fall back into that again. So what happens is we get excited, we decide we're going to do this new thing and we go to do that and things are going great and we're feeling great and maybe we're seeing some results and whatever it is, you know, we're not as overwhelmed or we're feeling like we're accomplishing something. Maybe it's a weight loss goal or maybe it's um, something more mentally or psychologically. Maybe you're getting out and getting fresh air or you've gotten a new hobby and you're doing that and you're feeling exhilarated and then all of a sudden it starts to feel like it's it's harder to do and then pretty soon it's almost like it's a chore to do that thing and pretty soon we're right back to where we were in the first place so how do we get through that because that is a cycle of life and how do we push past that so first off you have heard me talk about uh, how when we are, you know, finding, getting to a plateau or we're exhausted or we just need to change, how we can overcome that. You've also heard me talk about uh, leveling up and changing your thermostat. So that basically means, um, you know, when you start doing something new and you're seeing growth and you're seeing improvement, um, our, our psychologically, we are going to go back to whatever our thermostat is set at. And that, that means whatever you're normally doing. So if your normal is to kind of chill after work and not really do much, then chances are you're going to fall back to that, even if for a while you've been doing something different. It's one of the reasons why so many people start new diets and or training regimens, and then they end up quitting a couple weeks in because their thermostat hasn't changed. It's still set at what it was before. And a lot of times that is because we simply don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe that we are going to be able to do something higher. So we don't hold ourselves to that higher standard. But what needs to happen is we need to basically, if you think of it as a thermostat, we need to dial that thermostat higher. Every time we're starting to do something better, that needs to be our expectation. We need to set the bar. We should not be stooping back to where we were before. If we would do that, then we wouldn't find ourselves in that 
endless cycle over and over. And I'm, yeah, we might regress a little bit, but I'm talking about starting over every single time and year in, year out. And, and again, the most easy example for me to use is maybe dieting because, you know, that's something that we, as, as women, we've almost all have done. And we've been fed this lie that, you know, we have to look a certain way or be a certain way. And so we're always trying to endlessly achieve that. And maybe we're comparing ourselves to ourselves. And even I am guilty of saying, you know, be better than yourself. But the problem is if we're comparing ourselves to what we might have looked like when we were younger or even felt like, because I know there were times in my life where I felt absolutely phenomenal. There were times in my adult life that I looked really great. And if I'm trying to get back to that, I'm going to get frustrated because I am not the same person I was back then, thank God, because, you know, mentally I'm at a much higher place in my life now. I'm getting more done. I don't have to go in and work a nine to five job. Um, My kids are getting older. I'm helping run multiple businesses and, you know, I'm able to still do the things I love, podcasting and getting arts and, and art and crafts and stuff like that. Is, is there a lot more busyness and a lot more that's expected of me? Yes, it is. So there are times where I get overwhelmed. So today I really wanted to focus on what it is like when you need a detox. How do you know you need a detox? I'm not actually talking about like food and um, nutritional detoxes. I'm not actually talking about that, but we could go into that as well. So what a detox is, is basically when you have gotten to a place where, um, you know, maybe something is toxic and toxic for you doesn't mean like a relationship is toxic or anything like that. Um, It's more talking about um, just like things that are toxins in your life. So if being busy all the time is kind of toxic for you, meaning um, it's kind of sucking the life out of you, then you probably have to take a detox. Some of us probably need to have a detox from things like social media. I know I struggle with that when I've been on social media because I'm trying to grow on social media and be better and be more well-rounded than um it starts to consume me and I try not to let it do that. But after a while, I find that I need to have a detox and I call that a social uh, media detox or sometimes in the past I've called it a social selling detox. And then there are other types of detox. Again, not talking about nutritional because of course nutritional, you know, we know we're trying to get rid of toxins in our body, which is funny because if you look at it, our body detoxes itself just fine But we can do things to help it and we try to do that because we put so much crap in our bodies that we think we need to detox when if we would just eliminate the crap that we're putting into our bodies, then it would do its job and detox. Um, So sometimes we need a little bit extra help because our liver is so overloaded and we need to try to clear it up. It's the same thing with our own lives, whatever our vice may be. We um, get so busy and we cram so many things in there that are a lot of times unnecessary that we jam pack our um, our emotional and mental abilities. Um, so, you know, it becomes it's like we start to snap at our kids or our spouses. We just seem like we're unhappy um, and we're restless and we can't seem to focus on things. Um, sometimes, you know, 
you're trying to get different things accomplished and you just feel super overwhelmed because you're focusing on too many things. Maybe you set poor boundaries or whatever the case. You need to have a detox where you pull away for a little bit and you just work on whatever is you need to work on inside. So maybe if if you are, like I said, <laughs> binging too much social media, get off of social media. And I usually set a good like 30-day parameter for this sort of detox. Um, there are times where we need to get off of our phones or we need to stop shopping. Um, whatever it may be, you have to write this down. You've got to journal it. Um, start journaling. What are the things in life right now that are taking away from your joy? And, um, you know, think of the things that you go throughout your day. So start with, you know, when you wake up in the morning and just go through your day mentally. And when something bothers you or you feel like anxious about it in some way, write it down. And then as we're going, you're going to go back to that. And, and if it's something that you can change or eliminate, or maybe somebody else can take the stress off of you for in that aspect for a little while, then let's try to change that. Um, let's take a break from it. Um, if it's something that you don't need to be doing, but you're just doing because you just do it because it's a habit, then that obviously needs to change. So we need to do a little bit of cooling off from whatever that hot topic may be for us. Um, I know for me, um, I've been feeling really overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. That sounds silly, but like, Honestly, it happens every year. Um, we had a garage sale and got rid of a bunch of stuff, but it seems like more and more stuff keeps coming in our house. So right now I have this excess of stuff that I don't want to get rid of because I, we spent money on it. So we have like these little piles from the kids' rooms and toys and, you know, the clothes I can donate. So that's not an issue, but like it's hard when you've spent a lot of money on toys and you're like, oh, I could probably sell them on eBay or do this or do that. Um, or if I could give them to somebody that I knew needed them, you know, I would definitely do that. Well, so I have a bunch of stuff around there, but then like books are great because, you know, we have a lot of self-development and I love my husband dearly. Um, but it stresses me out when we have so many books because we have all these bookshelves and they're full and they didn't used to be, but it's like when I got the bookshelves and then had to get another one, um, it just got fuller and fuller and he doesn't have necessarily always the time to read them. Sorry, honey, if you're listening to that, but um, <laughs> I love that he wants to read and do that and I read them too. Sometimes I read books before he gets a chance to because he gets one in and I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. Um, so there's so many great books, but all that extra stuff is just clutter and then... Um, you know, we both sometimes tend to buy a lot of either clothes or shoes or whatever the case may be. So our closet is full. It literally stresses me out now to put my clothes away because I feel like there's no room for them. I know this sounds kind of trivial, but that's just one of the things that have been weighing on me because again, when you start feeling any kind of like tenseness or uh, resistance in your life, there's usually multiple things going on. And sometimes, and I'm totally guilty of this, when I feel that resistance, I will actually shop more. And that is a problem. Um, and I'm aware that I have sometimes 
some issues with procrastination, um, meaning that I know I need to do something. And instead of doing that thing I need to do, I do, I find all sorts of other things that I need to do. And I do all of those things, even though that other thing is way more important and I just need to focus and sit down and do it. For instance, sometimes it's just recording a podcast and sometimes it just is uncomfortable to talk about feelings or uncomfortable to bring up things that are hard subjects for people. And um, I feel like that's been going on a lot with me lately. Um, and so and that's more on like one-on-one coaching and things like that. It's just hard, like tough things or calling people out because um, it's partly what I do as a coach. And that's hard. Um, because nobody wants to be the bad guy, right? We all want to be the good guy. Um, and the, the hard part about that is we all want to be the one that um, is, you know, has a bunch of people around us that, that like us. We don't want to have people around us that call us out on stuff. And so unfortunately, I sometimes I feel like I have to be that one. And so I'll take that initiative and I'll do that. That's part of being a leader is to be able to take a look back and step back and go, okay, something needs to change here. And I'm just going to call you out on this. And, and I did that recently, actually, in one of my groups, where um, it was an accountability group. And uh, people had just been slacking off quite a bit. And people were not posting, you know, what we had said we were going to post. And so I said something, people, I said something a couple different weekends in a row um, where people were just disappearing on the weekends and not posting. And so um, I brought it up to the person that was supposed to be like kind of facilitating this or whatever. And uh, he had actually told me that he was happy that I'd stepped up because he's just waiting to see if and when somebody else would notice and say something because that's the whole point is it's accountability. And when it's accountability, we should be calling each other out. It shouldn't be like, oh, good job, rah, rah, rah. It should also be like, hey, you know, not not necessarily be mean, but like you didn't do this or, but like, hey, what's going on? I noticed you haven't been posting in a while. And so, you know, it was humbling for me because we did come back to that group, um, you know, on a Zoom meet and he asked, had asked me ahead of time if I would speak up and say something. So I did. And that was tough because, you know, again, that I'm feeling like I'm the bad guy or complaining or something. But I was like, look, this is what I joined this group for was for that accountability and to help me grow as a person. I don't necessarily feel like I always need accountability, but I think that um, having that is is good it helps you grow as a team and so um it was humbling because you know somebody had mentioned why they weren't doing what they were doing and I felt bad because I hadn't even made an effort to reach out to them to say hey you know separately to say hey what's you know is there something I can do to help or hey let's talk or you know you know, do something because when you have a teammate um, or, you know, you're in a marriage and you have a spouse or you have a child or somebody that you need to kind of pull up out of the, you know, whatever it may be, then, then for sure, you know, you, you've got to have a little more grace and not just yell at them, but you also need to be able to hold them accountable. And so that's what this call kind of stemmed from, um, as well as me realizing I need to take a detox from a lot of things um, in my life. Um, buying clothes is probably one of them. <laughs> um, and, you know, I definitely like I'm in this mood that I just need to purge things out of my life. Now, clothes and shoes are obviously one of them, but there's a lot of other things. And sometimes I feel that way with relationships. 
where I need a relationship detox. And that sounds interesting, uh, but there are times where we get friends that maybe we become comfortable with and they're maybe comfortable with us or we just get in this routine and maybe things become kind of negative too or you're feeling like they're not pulling their weight as your your friend like you're always reaching out to them they're never reaching out or when you want to go out and hang out um, they're never available and so you kind of stop trying to do that and then they feel hurt that you didn't reach out to them or you weren't more excited about them in general that right there is kind of the definition of something turning toxic um and that probably means that that other person is not growing and you probably are or maybe you're not growing either if you're that person so what we have to do is we have to take a look back and and again this is where writing things down really comes into play uh for me i write like everything down because it's how i sort my thoughts um otherwise it's just a big old mess in my head and I try not to let my feelings get involved because, you know, when somebody blows you off, of course you feel kind of hurt. And as females, we tend to um, react more than we should, probably should because we're reacting out of emotions versus responding. Responding means that you are conscious, conscientiously um, making a decision to say something. So usually like if somebody like, for instance, texts you something and it wants to set you off instead of reacting in our emotions, then we would wait perhaps even a day or two or five or whatever it may be. And then you will respond to that person when you feel like you have a good answer. For me, I like to pray before I respond to somebody um, unless for some reason God prompts me to approach a person and confront them about something, then, you know, I don't, you know, confrontation is hard for anybody, you know, but um, I have done that multiple times in my life. And then there are times where those people say, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. And then, uh, but you know, it's not because they've avoided you. They're not, it's, it's just, you can tell there's a strain on the relationship. And at that point, instead of trying to work with that and make it better, that's when with this whole, you know, uh, relationship detox, you got to walk away. You've got to let people go. And um, you're still there. It's not saying you're like, you're not blocking them or anything silly like that, because that would be kind of an immature response, right? So you you would want to, you know, talk to them. And if, if, like I said, if they're not responsive, then you just let it go and you let it be. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of these types of things that have gone on in my life lately. Um, I don't keep a lot of super close friends um, because I found that when I did um, as a female, especially if I had, you know, female friends, they tend to get emotional and then you feel disappointed um, or, you know, they choose something else over you or another person over you and it gets disappointing. And so, you know, a long time ago, I decided I'm not going to place my happiness and my value in other people. It's just going to be based on me. And I became this little lone, you know, survivor of a person. And I like thrived on my own and I didn't have like a bunch of friends and it was just me and God and my kids. And that's how I felt. And, you know, now, of course, um, having been married now for four years this week um, to my husband and we've been together for five and a half years. Um, 
you know, that has changed and he's very social and he has a lot of people that he would probably call friends, even though maybe some of them are more like acquaintances. There's a lot of people that know him, just a lot. And there's more people that know him than we don't even know and know of him or whatever because of the nature of what he does. And, you know, he is out there starting a podcast as well. So (laughs) even more people will know him. And with that, you know, he's had to do the same thing. There are people in his life that he's had to pull away from because they were not healthy for him. And we're always, we're going to be changing and evolving and our purposes are going to change. And what we have to ask ourselves is, does this person and their values align with me and my values and what I see for my future, what your goals are? If your goals are in like the totally opposite direction as that person, they're probably holding you back or trying to, trying to drag you down. Um, and so, Oftentimes, it's just as simple as just not reaching out to that person um, or, you know, just if they, you know, reach out, you know, I, I mean, you can you can be blunt and say, hey, just so you know, um, I see myself going in this other direction and I'm um, still friends or, you know, it, it hasn't worked that way with me because honestly, like women don't reach out to each other anymore. I, I rarely see that somebody reaches out. Um, women don't do that unless they hear somebody talking about something, then they're like, Oh, are you doing okay? And then it, suddenly everybody's like there for you, but they weren't there for you. They weren't going out of their way. And I get it. Women are busy. We have children, we have families, we have jobs, especially for a single mom, um, or grandma or anything like that. Then, you know, we tend to, uh, do that. And I'm guilty of that too. So I'm trying to work on being a better friend to people, um, even those who I'm coaching, um, just to be there for them because we have a lack of that. And the people that I surround myself now that I consider friends are, um, you know, of a different caliber as far as they hold themselves to a higher standard. Um, They're not going out and partying um, and doing things like that that would waste their time. Um, They're not... Um, going behind their spouse's backs, talking about them or, um, you know, they, they want the best for their marriage. They want the best for their kids and they want the best for them in their future. So they're making progress and taking steps towards that. Those are the kind of people that I connect with best because that's where I'm at in my life. Um, I don't have time for drama. I don't have time for uh, silly, petty things out there. Um, I, you know, want to keep moving forward. So when you get to that place, you know, where you're starting to feel, like I said, that resistance and that overwhelming feeling like something's got to kind of give, then you need to take a step back and really evaluate the people in your life, um, the things in your life and what all is going on, um, internally with you. And that's where I've been this last week or so, uh, just kind of contemplating and reevaluating what I've been doing, where I'm at. The cool thing is in the past, I kind of shrunk away a lot more. And this time I know exactly um, who I am and what my purpose is. And it's very clear to me and I'm not shrinking back from it. I know that it's like go season for me. It's scary for me. It's uncomfortable because I've got a lot of work to do. And like days like today uh, is Labor Day. The kids are home and I'm super restless because I have so much I need to get done and I, I want to be there for them. So then I put the stuff I need to get done on the back burner and I'm just hanging out with them, which is awesome. And I'm so glad I can do that and you know hang out with them. 
But um, like I said, as soon as they go to school tomorrow, <laughs> it's on. So that's kind of uh, you know where I'm at when it comes to um, having to have a detox in my life. And you know now I can talk a little bit more too about the nutritional side of that. There is a time where um, sometimes we've been either dieting or doing something specifically for a while, and we just need a little bit of a break from it. Um, macro counting, I used to feel like I needed a break from macro counting. I don't feel that way anymore. However, having a certain regimen of foods like uh, the same things like the meal plans and the you know chicken and broccoli and um, you know, those types of things all the time, um, has got, has taken a toll on me and my body. My inflammation is really high with all of my workouts that I've been doing all the time and having done 75 hard. So thankful that's over. Um, so with me having been finished with 75 hard, I decided that I will sort of go more low key. So even in the gym, I'm trying to do lower resistance, um, just kind of relax, let my body try to talk to me and let me let me know what it wants because I've been just I've had such high inflammation which stresses my body out and stress for our bodies is not good even if it's you know coming from a physical sense of like hey you were working out a lot um, too much of that can be really bad especially if you have an autoimmune so uh, doing some kind of a detox from your fitness regimen or detox from um, your normal and I don't like to call it even a diet because mine's, mine is a lifestyle, but it's trying, like I can't find that perfect balance because it's one or the other and I love both, but I live with more inflammation with the one when I'm working out and lifting lots of weights and I'm doing all my protein and I'm following everything and I grow. So that's like my growing season. And um, I was trying to cut, but that's not really what happened. That's <laughs> usually how it goes for me. So what happens is if I try to detox and go, um, you know, a little bit lower um, and more more plant-based protein, lower animal proteins, um, less processed foods of any sort, um, including some less processed like protein powder or protein bars. But then I'm doing, you know, um, you know, more like animal, I mean, sorry, not animal, uh, plant-based type proteins and things like that. Then um, I start to lose some of my muscle mass and my body will detox and I will feel um, less inflamed and it will calm down. So I don't, I can't just live in that style for a long time or I'll go crazy because I want to work out and I want to go harder. So I kind of waver between the two now is what I've found for my happy medium is I'll take a little break right now and detox now that the challenge, um, through the app has just finished for the summer and there will be another one coming in the fall. And so I will take a little bit of time and do like a 30-day challenge of like detoxing. Literally like what all nutrition, uh, physically, like friendship-wise, mentally, emotionally, like just my habit-wise, everything, everything in my life. What do I need to detox from? And no moms, you cannot detox from your children. I am sorry. If that's overwhelming you and that's where you're feeling your resistance, there's probably a different solution, but detoxing and stepping away from that as your responsibility is not going to (laughs) work. Um, and so I, you know, I've had to work really hard at not letting, um, you know, the kids or or their schedule stress me out because, 
Um, it takes it, it takes a lot of time. It's very time consuming, and I just have to work away my way around it. And I know I can do it. And um, I don't give myself excuses. I used to give myself excuses, and I don't do that anymore. And seventy five hard this last time was really instrumental in that. I am going to be talking a little bit more about seventy five hard. Um, in one of my upcoming episodes. So make sure you stay tuned for that if you're curious or if you've ever wanted to do 75 hard because I'm going to talk about that and my experiences each time and why I haven't done phase one yet. I'll talk about that as well. Anyway, let me just conclude this by saying it is okay for you to rest, whether it's resting from the gym, resting from you know your changes that you're making when you're making progress, but you don't want to rest so long that you fall back into your old habits. You want to take a break and you want to, again, stay in that same place. So do whatever you need to do to stay mentally in that same place of where you've grown to. Don't fall back into your old habits. Don't fall backwards. Stay there. And that is possible. So you just can't take too long of a detox and too long of a break from something and, you know, don't just, if you're taking a break from like diet, your diet or your lifestyle you're trying to have, then you're not doing the lifestyle the way it's supposed to be doing or that you're supposed to be doing it. Me, I'm, ex- I'm exceptional in that <laughs> with my autoimmunes, I have all the inflammation issues. So, and I like, I purposely do the one way that's more lifestyle, um, you know, for me, but unfortunately I just carry a lot of inflammation with that. So every once in a while I have to kind of do something different to pull that inflammation down and then I'll be fine. So if you guys have questions on that, of course, you guys can always shoot me a message. I'm always there for you. You can find me on Facebook under Kara Foot, or you can make sure you go and get plugged in in our Facebook community. I used to have to look up Grace to Conquer and I have changed that recently. Um, So... I think it's called, um, I I will post it in the show notes. Um, it's funny that I don't even remember what I changed it to, but, um, you can go and follow me also on, uh, social media. And then you can also find me through my website, grace to conquer.com. And you can shoot me a message through there. And then please make sure you subscribe to my podcast. And I would appreciate it if you leave me a review. I do a drawing every month for a Starbucks gift card if you (laughs) leave me a review. The great thing right now is your odds of getting that are pretty high because I have not had a lot of reviews because I had stopped podcasting over the summer. So your chances of winning something like that would be pretty high. So if you haven't done that yet, please go do that. And just, um, you know, let me know the honest truth about how, uh, how this is working for you as far as what you're learning from this. And if I, you found any value in it, please pass it along, share it on social media so other people can be blessed by it too. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen today and have a wonderful rest of your Monday.